everyone, this is Gary Kay, and I've got a very special guest today. I'm honored to be joined with Dave Labuskus. Basically runs our industry. He is the CEO of uh, Avixa. Dave, how are you? Gary, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. I first off want to thank you for being with me today. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering what's going on with Infocom. Uh, and, uh, you know, everyone wants to have the show in June, but you're announcing today and have just announced that we're moving the show to October. Talk about that for just a second. Yeah, I'm really excited to be able to make that announcement. Um, the, the industry that I do not run, uh, but at, at times represent, uh, has certainly been anxious to get back together face to face. Um, our industry is, you know, so dependent upon sight and sound, and it's very difficult to uh, experience the energy and excitement of a show like Infocom uh, across uh, a, an internet platform. Um, so uh, it became um, uh, it became an option for us uh, a few weeks ago uh, in conversations with Orange County Convention Center, and we did some exploration uh, to validate what our initial impression was, which is that um, absolutely everybody that we pulled and talked to is very excited about getting together and is even more excited about getting together at the end of October than in the middle of June. And so we took advantage of the opportunity uh, and uh, are relocating our little party to uh, the end of October. But still in, still in Orlando, obviously, um, and it's the 23rd through the 29th with the show dates, the 27th, 28th, 29th. Did I have that right? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So what are you going to dress up for as Halloween on the last day? <laughs> hey, I, I, I think that's actually kind of a cool uh, little uh, thing that we've never been able to do at any event that I know of is celebrate uh, Halloween or, or consider celebrating Halloween. But really, let's let's get to a little bit of seriousness. Today, the Biden administration announced that they expect to have over 200 million people vaccinated by the end of August in the United States. Uh, Germany has announced that uh, by the middle of September, they'll have more than half their population vaccinated. Australia says by July, they'll have the majority of their population vaccinated. I think that an October event is a guaranteed thing. I know that you're not going to say guarantee simply because, you know, there's all these other factors, but there's two factors, I think, working on our favor. Number one, I haven't talked to anyone who doesn't want to get back to normalcy and want to see each other. The piece we're missing is the networking and the communications and the friendships and things like that. But number two, everything seems to be on our side now. We finally have the vaccine. We finally have people taking the vaccine. We finally have the processes in place to make this happen. I think October is a, a brilliant move, by the way. What do you think? I think I don't even need to be on this event. I think you can take care of it from here, Gary. Yeah, I, you know, I think it was one lesson I think all of us have taken from the past year is there's no such thing as a guarantee. Uh, and that uh, we absolutely all are imperfect in forecasting what's gonna happen tomorrow. But uh, given that as a given, um, it's hard to see anything that would suggest that this isn't a positive move, right? There were a lot of negatives in that statement. So let me unpack it for a second. I mean, as you mentioned, the, the environment of distribution of vaccine, um, the pace of distribution of that vaccine, all of that has um, become far, far more positive, even in the last week, two weeks, three weeks, there's no reason nationally or rationally to presume that that would change. 
So given that, uh, once the option was available to us, we 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 took it. And I think I think uh, I like your I like your atmosphere. I like your attitude about it being a guarantee. I really think it is. I think that you know maybe it won't be as big as we all hope it'll be, but I think that there's going to be a giant chunk of people that are going to be ready to get down there. Plus, you know, there's no substitute for seeing products in person. There's no substitutes for shaking hands. Although I don't know that we'll be shaking hands the old fashioned way. I think we'll be doing a little bit more fist bumps and elbow bumps for a while. Um, and, and as you know, you know, I've talked about this before, I'm already kind of a germaphobe. So I actually like carrying around hand sanitizer and doing this all the time. But, um, you know, as you know, I took the vaccine back in September. I was in the Pfizer trials. And I found out uh, three weeks ago that I actually got the vaccine. I wasn't one of the, the placebo people. I can tell you from personal experience, feel comfortable taking this vaccine. I know that, that this is just my own personal experience, and I'm sure you've read the horror stories on, online or on, by press. But remember, there's only a few of those horror stories, and they found them rather than the general population, which is not having any issues uh, with the vaccine. Uh, and, and I'm hopeful that a great majority of us will do that. I do have a question, however, Dave, with regard to ISC, because one, one, when, I, when I heard that you were gonna do this, one thing that excited me was I was concerned because Gary Kay wants to go to both ISC and Infocom, and the two dates where you had them before, it would have been impossible because I would have had to, based on the current regulations, I would have had to, in June, isolate myself for 14 days after coming back from ISC. So I would only been able to go to ISC, I'd already figured it out, go to ISC one day, and then come back to info, come back so I could be to Infocom. Separating them solves that problem. But now you have ISC still sitting in June. What, how do you think, uh, you know, do you think that show will get moved? Do you think they're looking at something like that? Or do you think that it's okay in June considering it's more of a regional show? Yeah, I, um, I absolutely understand the question, Gary. Um, the, the show is going to take place in June or it's not going to take place. Um, there's the, the logic of moving that show or the availability or logistics of moving that show uh, are just not, um, they're just not there. Uh, so um, I'm excited about the fact that it uh, relieves some of that conflict between the calendar. Um, the same, same math that you did, many of our exhibitors have done and they've been working through and we've been supporting them with how do you exhibit in both the ISE show and the Infocom show with both of them in June. By separating them with four months, it, it gives us an opportunity for both shows to be very successful. I mean, you have, yeah. to, you have to look at this from um, both a, it, it really doesn't matter how much we want to be together, right? All of us are first evaluating, is it safe to be together? And um, the, the current trending in all the information we have that you just described and that I just described says it's going to be far safer in June than it is today. And it's going to be safer in October than it is in June. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about ISC. I'm excited about getting together. And I'm excited about being able to prevent, present a um, trade show that is safe and valuable and contributes to you know, I think kickstart might be too strong of a word that's too full of hubris. I don't I don't want to suggest that the industry start or stop is based on a trade show, but there you can you can have a conversation with a hundred people at either of those shows and at least ten of them, if not twenty or thirty or forty of them, are gonna tell you a story about how they found a new job during that show, how they learned about a new opportunity how they identified a possible acquisition for a acquirer. Um, 
there's real commerce that takes place at these shows. And that's a key part of the responsibility we have in delivering those shows. It's part of well, what caused us to have the conversations from, from the outset with Orange County Convention Center and, and looking to see, are there alternative dates? Are there ways for us to shift this show back so that we can further invest in its success? Yeah, and, and I would add on their education. I think, uh, you know, my favorite thing at Infocom has always been the educational program. Uh, you know, I think the acquisitions, the products, the people are great, but the educational program is second to none. Nobody does education like Infocom does or Vixa does at Infocom. Um, uh, so I think that's another factor there. I am curious, like, uh, what about, are, I guess, the rules with regard to social distancing and entrances and exits to booths and things like that will all be in flux. Like, those things haven't been determined because it's all going to be based on the comfort factor with the, the, what people are, feel comfortable with, but also the laws in the, in the locale that it is in, in Orlando, right? So, they, so you really can't answer those questions just yet, right? Yeah, both, both shows have um, extensive information on their web pages uh, for the exhibitors and for the attendees. Um, the, the positive news about vaccine, vaccine distribution, is also um, been packaged with the fact that there will continue to need to be a need, uh, the need for mitigation. Um, and so I, I just, uh, again, I'm not a public health official. I, I think it would be naive of us to presume that um, in June or October, we're going to be completely past the pandemic and the restrictions and the, um, the protections that we need to uh, implement for everybody's health. Um, yeah. So is it going to be different? Absolutely. But, you know, you mentioned education and I shouldn't let you talk about education without once again giving you credit for being one of the foundational people for some of the education that Avixa is able to deliver from a hundred years ago when, when you were chairing the Petsy committee. <laughs> um, you know, what's magical about one of the things we've learned, right? Or at least I've observed, and I think we've all learned is you can, you can have a fantastic uh, asynchronous event where I share information with you and we can call that education, right? But but you know it as well as anybody because of your role at UNC that um, education isn't just the professor speaking to correct. the class, it's the students speaking to each other. And that's, that's what you get. The collaboration is gone. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. you get I mean, at the show. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I can agree with you 100%. We've probably done more virtual events in any organization in our industry. And I can tell you that the collaboration parts and the, the, the intricacies of the communication between the people just is not there and we need to get back. I, I, I would say that, although you're, you don't wanna say kickstart, I would say that this is a kickstart because I think that it'll be a bridge. It'll, Infocom will be a bridge to, okay, now things are starting to get more normal again, whether it's a mental bridge or a physical bridge, it will be a bridge to the industry. And I know for a fact, there's going to be people that won't go to the show just simply because they are nervous about the effect on their family. They have older parents that live at home or they, you know, they're, they're they just don't want to take the chance. But I think that if we, if we think about this logically, we look at the research from Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and these vaccines, you look at what they went through to produce these vaccines. And if you really get educated on the vaccines, you won't be as afraid of taking these of any other vaccine because it's not it is not like any other vaccine. I don't want to pretend to be a, 
a medical expert or tell you that I know everything, but I can tell you that I, I've been educated as much as anyone on this that is not affiliated with a hospital, I can tell you. Uh, and this is, this is a DNA match of the virus. You're not getting the actual virus. So there's no way to get COVID from it. Sure, there are people that are allergic to some of the elements in the, in the, in the vaccine itself, but that's a very, very small portion of the population. They're estimating you know, less than one third of 1%. But, the, but the, the positive outweighs the negative. You know, we have kids who I'm teaching at UNC that are accidentally in, infecting their parents and grandparents when they go back home. I've just learned of another one yesterday from one of my students. So th there's gonna be factors like that. But the majority of us will have been vaccinated. The majority of us will be in a situation where we are comfortable traveling. So there will be people that show up at this show. Maybe it won't be 40 or 50,000, but maybe it'll be 20 or 25,000. I'm perfectly fine with that because I believe this is a bridge. Dave, you are, you say you don't run the industry, but you are a beacon for the industry, you yourself, but also the VIXA itself. What, I want to ask, you know, what things will we see at, at, at Infocom for sure that you know we're going to have? Because when it was in June, I know that we were saying, well, no parties, no reception, no, uh, you know, opening reception, you know, potentially uh, no special events. Can we see some of those things come back since you're moving it to October? I hope so. I think we need to, to watch through that. I mean, one of the things we've learned is that we have to be agile in our planning, right? Uh, all of us have had to examine assumptions and, and make new decisions. I think um, you'll see education. We know that. Um, you'll see enormous opportunities to learn and share. Um, I am personally, and Avixa is organizationally committed to making sure that you see that with more diverse uh, participants on the stage, uh, sharing the, the magic and the tapestry of our industry and reinforcing the uh, welcoming uh, environment we have for diverse voices. You'll see exhibitors um, presenting products and innovations that um, they've been anxious to put in front of you face to face. Um, I think you'll see uh, meetings, you'll see social gatherings. Will they be different? Of course they will. Um, but uh, fundamentally, we're going to deliver a safe event that um, delivers for the industry. You know, there's you're talking a lot about the vaccine and I, I actually just sent an email to all of my employees yesterday encouraging them to get the vaccine as soon as it's available to them and and i think this is a time for the phrase we're all in this together to be more than a phrase and to recognize just as wearing a mask keeps not only me safe but you safe um, getting a vaccine contributes to the safety of the entire globe the the other word that I have been reflecting on, uh, or maybe pair of words, is responsibility and irresponsibility, right? And what goes into making uh, a decision like this about a trade show? And, and I think we're all quick to um, make statements about the tragedy of the pandemic and the people that have lost their job and the people that haven't worked in, in months and months, uh, and particularly in the live event segment of our industry. Um, there, we have a responsibility as a VIXA and Infocom, the show, to 
present this platform to those who want to take advantage of it, right? Not everybody in the world has attended this trade show ever, let alone this year. And, and I certainly respect their decision to not come to Orlando in October. Um, but I also feel a deep sense of responsibility to those who want to come, to those who need to come, whether it's for their business purposes or their own career purposes. And to deliver that event or deliver this event in a safe fashion. Uh, this is, it, not only does it contribute to the growth of the industry, but it actually puts people back to work, right? So yeah. w whether or not we have massive parties with 20,000 people at them, or we have dinners at a restaurant, there will be people that are working because we've made a commitment to deliver a safe event for our industry. And, and those are the types of responsibilities that, that we take very seriously as an organization. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you 100%. I, I echo everything that you say. I've also encouraged my team to get vaccinated. I certainly am not going to shame anyone who doesn't just simply because I know that's a personal decision. Um, and, uh, but I, I think the great majority of people will. And you know, as I said, the Biden administration said this morning that they'll have over 200 million people vaccinated by the end of August. Um, uh, you know, the UK is already in the process of doing it. They're going to be done about the same time uh, with their population. This, it's all good news, and uh, I'm excited to see Infocom. I feel way more confident about this. Now, I, I still, I will tell you, I still want ISC to happen. I still plan on going over to Europe. I still plan on being in Barcelona and covering that show. I've already talked to our team internally how we would go about doing it to make sure we get enough people there. We've had a few people with COVID that have stepped up saying, hey, I'll go because I've already had COVID. Uh, and so we plan on going to ISC 2021 as well in June in Barcelona. So don't forget about that show. But of course, the new dates for uh, Infocom are the 27th to the 29th of October. But there's a lot of other events in and around Infocom, including education, which starts on the 23rd of October in the Orlando Convention Center. They're already having events in Orlando. They'll, by that time, they'll have six, uh, probably six or seven months worth of experience doing events. I'm pretty sure it's going to be really well. It'll be like walking into a hospital. You'll feel very comfortable uh, about, uh, you know, I don't mean necessarily walking into a hospital look like that. In fact, it'll look very different. Like, but you'll feel comfortable that you're not, uh, not going to get infected uh, by just touching something. And I think we can all do our part. We need to get back to work. I think this is great for the industry. Dave, thank you, thank you, thank you for you and your team for figuring out a way to make sure that this event happens in 2021. We need that bridge. And I also thank you for being here today. My pleasure, Gary. Thanks for everything you do for the industry. Well, I appreciate it. I love this industry. I'll die in this industry. I don't have anything else to do. Uh, and uh, But uh, I want to thank everyone for watching us today. If you want to read the full press release on uh, the official release from, from Infocom, just go to raypubs.com. From Avixa, I should say, go to raypubs.com. And then, of course, you want to see any of our other rants and raves, or you want to read my crystal ball, then go to raypubs.com, and you can read uh, my predictions for 2021. Other than that, thank you very much for joining us, and have a great day. Rave Radio. With rants and raves.